just grab your neighbor by the hand and say that? Come on, tell your neighbor, I'll pray for you. I'll pray for you. You pray for me. You pray for me. And watch God change things. And watch God change things. Come on, grab somebody else one more time and say it. I'll pray for you. Come on, declare and watch God change things. And watch God change things. Hallelujah. Come on, let's say it again. Come on, I'll pray for you. Come on. I'll pray for you. You pray for me. How many of y'all know that he's a prayer answering God? How many of y'all know that he's a God that never sleep? He never slumbers. He's alert. He's aware. Listen to me. He even knows your name. It goes deeper. He even knows the number of hairs. How special must you be? Please listen. Who wouldn't worship a God like this? The problem is, and I need you to hear me, when you come into his house, he's not used to silence. He's surrounded by sound. I said to them yesterday, you, you studied the scripture, the Bible says four angels fly back and forth, never stop saying holy, holy, holy. Lord God, who was and is to come. Watch me. And then when they start saying that, the 24 elders stand up. They say, shut up before I bow. The problem is that some of y'all standing there like you don't even know he's been good to you. And I don't know about you, but the moment that you got up out of the bed, you should have jumped up saying thank you. The moment that you turned the lights on and they came on, you should have told them, I need everybody, do me a favor, lift your hands and close your mouth and release a sound of a gratitude out of your mouth right there. Come on, can I, come on, come on, please. Yeah, there it is, come on. Come on, eight o'clock, come on, come on, there you go. When I think of the goodness of Jesus, come on, there's a sound that must be in the building. Come on, a few more minutes, open your mouth and just begin to give him glory. We give you glory for what you've done. We give you glory for what you're doing. We give you glory for the way that you've made. We give you glory for how you held back the hand of the enemy. We give you glory because you've been a healer, a deliverer, a way maker, a provider. We give you glory because you've gone before us already and you made the crooked way straight. We give you glory because you leveled every mountain and you brought up every valley. We give you glory because you regulated every mind and you healed everybody. Come on, open your mouths for a few more seconds like Five seconds, open your mouth and release your sound. Five, four, three, two, one. Clap your hands and release the sound. Hallelujah. 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 On your way to your seat, just touch somebody and say, today is my day. Today is, come on, I need to come out of your mouth. Today is my day. Amen. You can be seated. Amen. I honor the Lord for being here on today. Um, I'm one of those strange people that believe that my steps are ordered by God. And I don't know about you, but I don't have time just to be going to church just to go. But if I go into the house of God, I need to have an encounter with God. And I honor the Lord for the men of God, the shepherd, the overseer, the angel of this house. 50 years is a long time to do this. I honor your endurance. 
So we honor Bishop Blake on today. And wow, and a lady of class. Lord, I want my wife to come and meet you. Come on here. You are amazing. So we honor you on today as well. Amen. To all the other um, leaders, pastors, elders, ministers, bishops, apostles, prophets, <sighs> apostles, prophetess. It's too many titles. Just thank God for the saved. Amen. Amen. Um, my church is only 15 years old, and I have never left on a Sunday. I am what you call a stay-at-home parent. Um, I don't care where I travel around the world. I've always come back. In the first year, the Lord told me to go to another church. He says, I need to, to show you the direction that you're going to be going in. So I must need you to go there on a Sunday and see what I'm about to do in your life. This time, he said, I need you to leave to go and honor the oil. So this is the second time that I've ever left home on a Sunday. And I came to honor the oil that is on your life. I have watched you for years. As a teenager and as a young adult, I've marked you. And what'll blow your mind is that you'll never meet some that have marked you because your oil is international. The hardest part is that you all have become familiar with the oil because you get it every Sunday. But I came to let you know that there's no expiration date on your oil. Until you take your last breath, you will release. So I still came to pull some oil off for you. But we'll deal with that later. <laughs> There's a table in the back, and if you don't mind, for those of you that follow me, um, God has literally assigned me to lead the body of Christ into a realm of prayer. What blows my mind is that there are a lot of us that don't pray. And imagine being in a house in a relationship and living with somebody and sleeping with somebody that you've never talked to. How would that make you feel? And the Lord says, you're so busy telling me people to come to me on your behalf when the veil has been rent for you to come boldly. So if you study me, there's a table in the back with prayer cloths in the back. Why the prayer cloths? It's the prayer shawls with scripture on it because I believe that when you wrap yourself in prayer, he doesn't see you, but he sees his word. And his word cannot return to him void. Let's get our Bibles, if you don't mind. Let's go to 1 Samuel, the 16th chapter. The 16th chapter. And we're gonna, just going to read three verses, if you don't mind. I know that some of you all, you're deep, you only read King James. So allow me to introduce you to NIV. Um, verses 11 through 13. If you look at the screen, this should be on the screen. So he asked Jesse, are these all the sons you have? Uh, they're still the youngest, Jesse added. He's tending the sheep. Samuel said, send for him. We will not sit down until he arrives. That's good right there. You should nudge your neighbor and say, the party won't start until I get there. <laughs> so he sent for him and had him brought in. This is deep. He was glowing with health and had a fine appearance and handsome features. That's deep. Because you was just in the field. But when you come in, you don't look like what you just came out of. And some people think they know you, but they have no idea what you... Then the Lord said, rise. Bam. And anoint him. This is the one 
Nudge your neighbor and say, you're it. <laughs> How many y'all remember that game when we was kids? It. So Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him. You can't hide the oil. In the presence of his brothers. And from that day on, the spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon David. Touch your neighbor, tell him, you anointed for this. Amen. I just want to speak from the subject, the oil. So here we are in 1 Samuel, the 16th chapter. And we're literally looking at the second king of Israel. What is important that you understand is that God really never intended for the children of Israel to have a king. But they wanted to be like their neighbors. We have to be careful that we don't want to blend in so much that we find ourselves out of the will of God. The Bible lets us know that they entered into, listen to this, what we call the permissive will of God. Permissive will is where he permits you to have what you've been asking for, but it's not his perfect will. This is why we have to be careful what we pray for, because some things that you're asking for really are not for you to have, but he'll permit you to have what you ask for. That's why you really better pray before you date them. Because mm. we don't want to wait until you marry them and realize that you don't, you're not supposed to have what you just walked down the aisle with. The Bible lets us know that the first king, his name was Saul. If you study the scripture, the Bible will show you that he is the tallest among the Israelites. So people are so busy looking at his height, but not his oil. Mm. We need to be careful that people don't look at us but not see the oil that is in us. Ah, can we talk for a minute? He had the position, but the oil began to drain. When the oil began to run low, he began to do some things that didn't match the call that was on his life. Can we talk? What were some of the things that he began to do? Number one, he began to be lifted up in pride. We have to be careful that we don't walk around like we're all of that and a bag of chips. You can't sit here like you all of that. As a matter of fact, you should have a flashback. And you should know that everything you have, every position, every title, every piece of clothing on your back, every inch of weave in your hair, did nobody do it for you but God. I wish you would sit next to somebody who's not embarrassed to give God glory because when I think about how good God is to me, I shouldn't even be here. But he got lifted up in pride. Not only was he lifted up in pride, please listen, he became jealous. The Bible says that jealousy is as cruel as a grave. Please watch the spirit of jealousy. Here he is looking at a kid, and a king becomes jealous of a king, of a kid. Isn't it amazing how some people don't like you, but they got more than you? Watch me. If you can't handle me now, what you gonna do with me later? And some of y'all, you need to stop hanging around haters, but you need to be around people who gonna celebrate not just your present, but who you shall become. I wish you would sit next to somebody who can just give God praise for where you're going. Come on, do me a favor. Just look at somebody and say, I praise God for your future. I praise God for the doors he gonna open. I praise God for the way he gonna make. I praise God for the square footage that he's gonna increase. I praise God that your ladder is gonna be. He became jealous. And here he is sitting on the throne, watch me, and not even repentant. And I don't know about you, but gotta, you gotta be careful. That you don't get so lifted that you can't see when you're wrong. Can we just talk for a minute? And the Lord put him there, but he still wanted the glory out of his life. And when all that pride and all that jealousy and all that non-repentant, God cannot be seen through all of that. So I'll let you sit in the seat, but I'm about to get your replacement. 
And the Lord sent me to California to tell some of you all there's an opening. And you're next in line. Oh, look at some of y'all. He already warned me about you because some of y'all say, well, I'm too old. Can I rebuke you for a minute? I rebuke your birth certificate. Because if you study the scripture, he didn't call Abraham until he was 75. He didn't call Moses until he was 80. Y'all not saying it to me. He even called Lazarus out of the grave. Which means that he still got time to get the glory out of your life. For those of you that believe that God still has something in store for you, can I tell you something? Faith people don't wait on it to happen. Faith people, when you get a word, something begins to click on the inside of you to let you know that your turn is about to come. Ah, those of you that believe that God still has time to blow your mind, I need to hear your faith praise. I'm a count to three and it's on you. One, two, three, go! Come on, on your way to your seat, touch somebody, say, my turn, my turn. Come on, we're going to leave. Come on, let's go. See, I'm, I'm, I'm very conscious of timing. Like, why would God send me in the middle of the year? Right in the middle of the year. In other words, you've already had six. And you got this next six to go. And the Lord sent me to tell some of you all in this building, your next six. Mm. Mm. God, please let faith arise in this room. God, can you let faith arise? Can you let faith arise in this room? Can you break through discouragement? Can you break through disappointment? Can you break through shame, embarrassment? Can you break through flesh and let faith arise in this room? Listen to me. He told the children of Israel, I am going to give you, listen to this, exactly what I heard you say. I need some of y'all to, I need this to come out of your mouth. Can you open your mouth and say my last six are going to be better than my previous six. Put a praise right there. Go, go. Ah, still ain't there yet. It's all good. It's all good. So let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk. Come on, touch your neighbor. Say, your turn, your turn. <laughs> Please touch them. Please obey me. Please. Look at somebody. Say, your turn, 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 your turn. See, I'm from the hood. I'm from the projects in Chicago. And we were in the projects. They used to have a thing called double dutch. And when you played double dutch, it was always somebody on both ends of the rope turning for you. But then they say, okay, it's your turn, which means that you have turned for enough. And now it's about time for you to get ready to jump in. I need some of y'all to get ready because in this next six months, everything is about to be in place. And what you gonna do? Up! Because you don't know how long I've been. Look at somebody say, your turn, 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 your turn. All right, let me explain your process. Have a seat. Let me explain your process. Let me explain your process. Hmm. 
See, let me, let me tell you why I got a problem with some of y'all. You're not even sitting here like you're expecting a miracle. If you sit next to somebody like this, move your seat. Get around somebody who's sitting on the edge of their seat. Like, you have no idea. Check your turn partner next to you. Make sure you got somebody who could care less with somebody thinking what they say. My process is about to start as of today. Uh, let's go. All right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had a large cup of coffee Starbucks before I got here. Americana with hazelnut and steamed half an eye. So I'm a little on 10. Please forgive me. So watch this. When it's your turn, you need not... Worry about nothing. Please, can we talk? The Bible says, he tells Samuel, go to Jesse's house. The next one is in the house. The Bible says that when he got there, he said, get your boys out of here. Because it's about to go down. Watch me. He only sent for the oldest seven. Don't need to bring David because he's the youngest. And I don't believe that God will skip over seven just to get to eight. You didn't hear what I just said. Which means what's about to happen to you is about to be supernatural. You might not have the background, but you got the heart. Come on here, you got the prayer life. You got the shout. You got the dedication. You got the servitude to be qualified for the opening. So watch this. So in walks the seven, looking all swole. I'm so sick of swole Christians. Walking in like they supposed to have a front row seat. <laughs> Walking in like we supposed to know who you are. Walking in like you think you all of that. And the Bible says, watch me, watch me. The Bible says, watch me, listen carefully. That Samuel almost got tricked. Because he was looking at the appearance. And the Lord said, hey, 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 hey. Don't look at the appearance. Because I'm looking at what ain't nobody else looking at. I'm looking on the inside. Y'all not saying it to me. And some of y'all are sitting next to the next one that's going to get the oil. Watch me. But they don't look like what you think they should look like. And you plan them like they're a cheeseburger when they really a Big Mac. Two all beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese. Pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun. Don't look at me because I might be the one that have to lay hands on you. I might be the one that God puts you next to me to make sure that our whole road get delivered. I might be the one that can pray you out of the hell that you're in. I might not have a, I might not have a title, but I got the grease on me. I wish you were sitting next to me. Can I see where the greasy people at? Can you just lift your hands, open your mouths and worship? All these people don't need a praise team, don't need a band. You have an authentic worship. Open your mouths. For the next 10 seconds, go. 10, 9, 8, 7, come on, come on, push. 6, come on, come on, push. Come on, early service. 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Everybody, I need you to do something for me. When I count to three, I just need you to release your name in the spirit realm. I just need you to say your name as loud as you can. Please, I need you to say your first name and your last name because I want to make sure that don't nobody get confused with who you are. On the count of three, I just need you to say your name. I got my reasons for this. One, two, three. John Hannah!
Come on, I'm going to give you one more chance to call your name. I just need you to release it in the spirit realm. Because once you release your name, heaven is about to get your name. And he's about to take it where it's supposed to be. On the count of three, I need you to release your name and put a praise behind your name. One, two, three. John Hannah. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Take off! Take off! Take off! Take off! You got to take off! Take off! Your turn! Your turn! Let's go. Have a seat. Let's talk about your process. Let's talk about your process. Let's talk about your process. Now that your name is out there, number one, you're about to be discussed. Conversation is about to be had about you. While you're in here, your name just hit somebody's spirit. You didn't have to inbox them. You didn't have to kiss their behind. You didn't have to stab nobody in the back. All you had to do is stay where you are. Come on here. And your name is about to be brought up. I need you to just touch someone on your right and your left and say, your name is about to be brought up. And he said, is, is this all you got? Because what you brought in here is not qualified. He said, no. There yet remains the youngest, David. David is in the field. But he's being discussed in the house. Uh, it's almost like God saying to Elijah, Elijah, I need you to get up from this brook. I've already commanded a widow. The widow doesn't even know she's being discussed. And some of y'all, you have no idea the conversations that are being had about you that God is bringing up because he want to get the glory out of your life. Yeah. Mm. Told Elijah, I've already picked your replacement. Elisha, where's Elisha? Plowing. How are you plowing, but they discussing you in another location? Tried to get you to release your name, didn't I? I bet you say it now, won't you? <laughs> Watch me. Jesus, 5,000 people, they're hungry. How are we going to feed them? There's a lad in the crowd. Ask the disciples, do we have enough? How much money we got? We ain't got enough to feed them. Bible, asking this, knowing what he was already going to do. Which means that he's already written you into the chapter. And all you got to do is show up with the bag. Please watch it. You're being discussed right now. Right. I'm going to give you one more chance. Say my name, say my name. I'm going to give you one more chance. But I'm not qualified. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Don't you say nothing negative. Only thing I need you to do is release your name. But I, I got fire. Shut your mouth. Don't you talk yourself out of your own blessing. Come on here. On the count of three, say your name again. One, two, three. John Hannah! Touch your neighbor and say they're discussing you right now. It's a conversation going on about you. Ready? Then he says, send for him. We won't sit down until he comes. He's in the field. Watch me. Everybody is already going in, and he's left out there by himself. But I need you to go and call him. Watch me. You're about to be called. 
please listen. I need you not to be mad that you weren't invited the first time. I need you not to be mad that you have to walk alone. And some of y'all don't understand that God has cleared your circle so that you can enter in by yourself. So isolation is a part of your process. God, I wish I had some real people in the building that know that God has already begun to eliminate certain people from around you so that you could walk in. Watch me, watch me. And you're going to call your name. Please listen to me now. Your phone is going to ring. Listen to me. And you're going to hear these words. We've been looking for you. God, please let faith arise in this room. Let faith arise in this room. Let faith arise. Come on, touch your name and say, you're about to be called. And when you're called, I, not, I need you, watch me, I need you not to be scared. I need you not to second guess yourself. I need you not to be intimidated. I need you not to be, be mad about certain things you went through. I need you to come in the door like this. I need you to come in and don't leave. I'm here and I've been waiting on God to do this. I need you. I need you to check the smile of the one next to you. I need you to act like your phone just rang and what you've been waiting on for years just came through. I need you to look at the... Uh-oh, we got us one. We got a waiter! I need you to act like your bills are about to be paid. I need you to act like your resume is about to be pulled. I need you to act like he's about to turn your dough into a yes. Everybody get on your feet. Your name is about to be called. Your phone is about to ring. Your resume is about to be pulled. Your application is about to be verified. Your opening is about to take place right now. Hold on. Those of y'all that believe that God's about to bring your name up, those of y'all that believe that you're about to be called by faith, can you lift your hands and can I hear your worship? Let me hear your worship. I rebuke your age. I rebuke your facts. Because facts are the enemy of faith. I rebuke your insecurity. And the Bible says, please listen. And the Bible says, after they discussed him, they called him. David, come to the house. And here he goes walking, and he doesn't look like or smell like what he's been in. The scripture only focuses on the good and doesn't mention the bad. And I need you to know that your next entry won't even bring up your bad. It'll only speak of your good. If you don't open your mouth, if you don't open your mouth, Here's, I'm done. And here's what I want you to hear. You can't do it without the oil. You can't do it. I was studying this bishop and it says that David was actually, as it was his exact age, they say he'd probably been a preteen. And when Samuel anointed him, he didn't make a large announcement. Hear ye, hear ye, the next king of Israel. No. He whispered, listen to me. You're going to be next. Listen to me. You're bigger than the house you, were grew, you grew up in. Your assignment is bigger than your family or even the sheep that you've been monitoring. 
As a matter of fact, he had you over sheep so that you could know how to be a shepherd. Come on. Every job is about to line up to show you that all things are about to work together for your good. Those of you that know that God is up to something special in your life, can I get you to lift your hands for five seconds and worship God, worship God, worship God, worship God. Please, 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 please. Then the Bible says something. Look at my backpack. You're going to see a, that case I have. When you anoint in the scripture, when you read anointing, they can either get a little oil and they could anoint your head with a small a little piece of oil. Well, they can get something that holds a lot of oil. And the Bible says that he literally anointed him in the midst of his brother's. In other words, we take the top off and we just pour. Just pour. They might not know your name, but they'll see the oil. I'm about to wrap up. I've watched your oil. I've seen you slay Goliaths. I've heard, when I was younger, I heard small-minded preachers discussing you because they couldn't understand your oil. It's hard for somebody who got a hand pour, a hand anointing, to look at somebody who got poured on. I've seen you dodge javelins of your haters throwing at you. I saw you handle it with class. And people wonder, how do you do something like this? Because we don't look for personalities. We follow the oil. And everybody that is in this place, you have been sent here by a trail of oil. You need to hear me. And the same oil that is on the house gets on you. Lift your hands, open your mouths and worship God. Open your mouths and worship God. Open your mouths and worship God. Open your mouth. And worship God. You're not here by chance or by accident. Some of you all, you left family and friends. You have been in an uncomfortable situation, but God sent you here because it is the oil that you need on your life. I need you to open your mouth. o'clock there's a different sermon for the 11 o'clock he told me specifically that he's about to release oil on this 8 o'clock service you about to slay some Goliaths you about to dart some javelins you got, you're about to get victory in some battles that you've been fighting. You're about to actually get your business. You're about to get your kingdom. You're literally about to introduce people to the glory of God. Can you do me a favor? Reach over, grab a neighbor by the hand. Just hold that hand. Just hold that hand. the house where there's an oil to survive 
squeeze that hand as if you squeeze an oil. Come on, squeeze it and say, you anointed for this. Please, please, please. You've been going through hell. You've been going through trials and tribulations. Your haters have increased. The enemy's coming after you. But I came to tell you, and the Bible said, and the Spirit of the Lord came upon him from that day forward. From that day forward, which means that whatever you go through, God is going to make sure that you are anointed to deal with it. Please do me a favor. Squeeze that hand again and tell him, you're anointed for this. No weapon formed against you is going to be able to prosper. My God shall supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory. Come on, I need you today because some of you all were on low, but God sent you in this building to make sure that your oil begins to surface again. Your name is going to be brought up, and when you show up, I need you to go in with oil. If you're going to be married, you need oil. If you're going to be single, you need oil. If you're going to work in ministry, you need oil. If you're going to sing on the praise team, play in the band, be an usher, be a deacon, be a minister, be a preacher, you need the oil of God. Please. Squeeze that hand again. Squeeze it. Squeeze it. And whatever your warfare is, He's about to give you victory. We don't run from the enemy, we run towards him. You about to release your stone to slay your Goliath. Come on, y'all. I need you to squeeze that hand again and tell him you anointed for this. Please, please, please obey me in here. Glory. Come on, I feel fresh oil about to be released. Don't let that hand go yet. You're going to know when they let it go in a few minutes. Glory. Squeeze it again and tell them you anointed for this. Yeah, Whatever you're dealing with, whatever you're facing, whatever been coming after you, God's about to give you the ability, listen to this, to slay it. Hey, my shy. This is your Goliath. But God's about to give you the oil to release your stone. Squeeze that hand again and tell him, you anointed for this. I need you to make sure you feel the anointing on the hand you're holding. Tell him, don't you let me go until we feel the glory of God. Yay! I'm about to let you all leave in a few minutes. But I need you to hold that hand and get ready. We're about to call now the glory of God, the oil of God on your life. And I decree and I declare in these last six months of this year, you're going to be anointed to be what God called you to be. You're going to do what God called you to do. And when your name is mentioned, you shall execute. You shall not be intimidated. You shall go into unfamiliar territory. But you will be anointed to deal with it. Are you ready? Allow me just to hold one of your hands because I am in the middle of a construction project. You have had the anointing to complete and the Lord told me your difficulties need to be up under somebody who's already done it. So I hold your hand and I release the same anointing that is on you to complete a project. Oh my Shia, I need you to get ready because we're about to shout glory. And then I need you to begin to release the praise for what you are about to accomplish. On the count of three, when you say glory, you're about to get another level of anointing. One, two, three, glory! Come on.
from the top to the bottom. I need you to lift your hands in this building. Whatever God has called you to, he's gonna make sure you got the oil to do it, even in your age. He's not done with you yet. I cover your container. Cover your container. I cover your body. I cover your strength. I cover your discernment. I cover you, Michelle. I cover you. I cover you. I cancel what the witch said. What the warlocks have been discussing. And I decree and I declare that angels have been released in your behalf. Everybody in the building that's under the oil, lift your hands and open your mouth. Listen, listen, listen. You all in California. You gotta hear me. Spirits are regional. Spirits are regional. When Jesus came to the place and the man came out, he said, what is your name? He said, my name is Legion. He said, whatever you do, don't make me leave this region. Let me stay in this city. In this city is a strong spirit of rejection. You all hear no more than the average person. But the Lord sent me to tell you that he's about to turn some no's into some yeses. I need you to hear me. And when you get called, you're going to be anointed to do what God called you to do. Lift your hands one more time. Come on, a few more minutes. A few more minutes. 
few more minutes, few more minutes. I cancel the spirit of rejection. I cancel the spirit of rejection. Stay in this vein and nobody walk out of this building. Hug three people on your way to your seat and say these words, you anointed for this. You are. Hug three people on your way to your seat. Hug three people on your way to your seat. Hug three people on your way to your seat. And tell them you anointed for this. You anointed. Give me my scarf. You anointed. You anointed. You anointed. You anointed. Can I hear worship while they go back? Can I hear worship as they walk back? Can I hear worship while they walk back? Can I hear worship? 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 Can I hear those of you all that believe that God could turn your no into a yes? Can I hear your worship right here? 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 I rebuke your age. I rebuke your age. I rebuke your age. I rebuke your age. Listen, I only have to release what God told me to release in this house. I have a whole nother sermon for the 11 o'clock. In my church, I preach the same sermon four times. I said, God, can I preach the same word? He says, different audience of people that I'm bringing you in front of. And I need the eight o'clock to understand that they're about to be discussed. They're about to be called and they are anointed to do it. They're about to be discussed. They're about to be called, and they're anointed to do it. Can you let me do my last assignment? There are two seeds that you're gonna sow into where you're going. There are two different seeds in the building. If anything I've learned, I've learned how to sow into my future. Even when I tithe, I don't tithe where I am, I tithe where I wanna go. Come on here. And there are some of you all, I need you to sow into your future. There are two seeds. There's a $25 seed and a 50. Those are the two seeds. If you're 25, you have it, so that. If you're 50, so that. But I want each of you to get a seed in your hand. What am I sowing into? I'm sowing into where I'm going. Where I'm going. If you're going to sow the 50 or the 25, come on, get that seed in your hand. I'm going to turn this mic over because I need to go lock up in a room and get ready for this next service. Come on, get that seed in your hand. If you're going to get, if you're going to sow that seed, can you do me a favor? Can you sit down for a minute? I just want to make sure I get the right ones. Got the right ones. If you are going to sow 25 or 50, I need you to stand where you are now. Just stand wherever you are. You're sowing into your future. You're sowing into your future. You're sowing who you shall become. Who you shall become. Who you shall become. Come on, stand. There's some of you all. I know that God has great things in store for you. Listen to me. For every business owner, I dare you to sow. Come on here. For every business owner, every leader, I need you to go to the top. Come on here. Somebody said, God knows if I had the 50 or the 25, I would sow it. Then let me teach you something. Then you get the best seed you can in your hand, and then you release that seed. If you're going to sow something, I don't care if it's a penny, you stand to your feet. Stand to your feet wherever you are, whatever it is. And as you stand, I need you to lift that seed up and begin to worship God in advance for where you're going. Can I hear your worship? 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 You ready? You ready? For some of y'all, I need you to get ready because God's about to make you a sponsor for kingdom. What does that mean, sponsor for kingdom? Whatever the church need, you will always have it. God will literally channel money through you. For those of y'all that are gonna sow a seed, I need you to get ready. What you're gonna do is I'm gonna do something different. I need you to literally place it on the altar and I need you to say, my future, my future. Put that seed right on there. Start walking right now. Place the seed on the altar. Just say, this is for my future. This is for my future. And your children 
shall be taken care of and your grandchildren shall be taken care of and your business shall be taken care of. Come on here and tuition will be paid and scholarships will be released. Come on here. This is it for my future. Come on in that balcony. Some of you young adults in here, you millennials, I need you to get up and begin to sow into your future. I need you to get up and begin to sow into your future. Come on, move quickly. And I am sowing into my future. Watch this. I'm being discussed. Come on. I'm being called and I'm anointed to do it. I'm being discussed even now. My name has been brought up. Come on, let's go. My name has been brought up. For those of you that are watching online, you can even give online. If you want to text and give, you text the words W-E-S-T-A to 41444. Come on, by any means necessary. I don't care if you ain't got nothing but a penny. You soak into what you have and where you're going. Come on, let me teach you that lesson. Come on, move quickly. Move quickly. The table is in the back. The prayer scars are in the back. Listen, there is also a CD. If you know someone that is struggling in their body, the Lord had me to go into a studio and just release scriptures on healing only. There's a CD in the lobby called the Healing CD. It's only scriptures. Play the CD, and it's nothing but word being released. Why that? Because his word cannot return unto him void. Come on, come on. My future, my future. Come on, this is for my future. This is for my children. This is for my grandchildren. This is who I shall become. Come on, we're moving quickly. We're moving quickly. We're moving quickly. Come on here. You're being discussed. Come on, let's go. You're, you're being called and you anointed to do it. Come on here. You're being discussed. Hallelujah. There you go. We're moving quickly. We're moving quickly. I'm going to turn this mic over to get ready for the next service. How many y'all are praying for me? You gonna pray for me? Come on, pray for me. Call my name. <laughs> Say, God, do it for Pastor John Hannah. I honor the Lord for this house. I honor the Lord for the bishop. Keep me in your prayers. And you can stop at the table and get the prayer scarves or the CDs. Praise God for the man of God. Come on, clap your hands and give praise to the Lord for the rich ministry. How many of you have been blessed? How many of you have been blessed? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you're here today and you heard this word, I'm sure your heart is touched and you feel drawn toward the Lord in a special way. Or two, if you have been touched by the word of God, you have a hunger for God in your life, you want the anointing that's in this room to be upon you, this is the time for your change. If you want to accept Jesus as Savior, as Lord, you want to be saved, you want to be filled with the Spirit of God, it's a good time for you to stand up and let us introduce you to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Preacher, I want my sins forgiven. I want to be sure that things are well between me and the Lord. I want to be saved. Would you pray for me? Yes, we will pray for you. But we'll know you need and desire prayer by standing at this time. It's your way of saying, preacher, I want to be saved. I want my sins forgiven. It may be that you'd like to be a member of West Angeles Church. You want to join the church today. God is doing a new thing in the life of West Angeles. You need to be involved in it. You need to be touched by the anointing that God is bringing on this house. Your life can be transformed and changed on today. If you want to be saved, if you want to join the church, stand, come forward now, and we'll receive you. Clap your hands, everybody. If you're saved, tell your neighbor, I'm so glad I'm saved. I'm so glad I know Jesus. Now praise the Lord for your salvation for coming into your life. Please stand, everyone. Everyone stand.
thank you, dear Lord, for this time of giving, this time of sharing. 